Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Uh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I'm sure our listeners... <laughs> 13 years... I want to start again because I because I I carried on talking when you were talking. Start again, but we are like, going to start from the start. Do you want to clear your throat? Yes. You, are you thinking this? Want to clear my throat. Happy anniversary. And to you. I'm sure our listeners would like to join me in in wishing you a happy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know people didn't believe yesterday anniversary? Is it the, yet, yet? People don't understand. Someone. The other day said, can you do something? And I went, blah, 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 it's my anniversary. Oh, my God, I hope you've sorted everything out. Oh, like, my actual God. Uh, Should we tell everyone what we actually did on our anniversary, which I thought was quite sweet? Well, we, we spent a lot of time saying, is this our anniversary? Yeah, <laughs> we both forgot until 10.30. And I then, texted you at, yeah. 10.30. And then we celebrated by going to get the car from where it had broken down. Oh, yeah. In Belsize Park. That, but there's nothing better than getting your... Uh, shared a cold falafel sandwich, which was actually perfectly nice. But was it because the thing is we had a there's a discussion on Sunday about you said oh some it's because that was St George's Day yeah and then you went oh isn't this our anniversary and I went no I'd have done something darling you'd know it was our anniversary because yeah I'd have brought you breakfast in bed and yeah. flat and then the next day oh shit I thought at half past ten when we got up in the morning had a perfectly all right morning no rows mm. I think people think it's more you people well, should thirteen be. is not a one that I mean ten fine but thirteen is like a funny one it's when I went one. to play five that evening when I was my wedding anniversary which one is it and I went thirteen oh let's have a sub they don't really talk like that get less for murder or old Etonian yeah. KCs so they don't oh marvellous um, but anyway happy anniversary lace anniversary yes haven't seen you in anything lacy for quite nope. a long time nope and you probably won't <laughs> Well, welcome to season 10. It is season 10, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, ben right. used to know what season it's it was. It's season Ian, 13 you know? of our marriage and season 10 of the... Uh, <laughs> and it's Ian's fourth ever podcast hopping over. Ian, him. Neil. Sorry. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> Ian? By our 13th anniversary, Neil, there, there ought to be Neil. no problem at all. Neil, I Neil, Neil, Neil. Does he need a badge to say <laughs> that he need that written on his forehead? I've got Mary. No, fair enough. Um, Please say your middle name's Ian. No, it's not. It's not Ian. Neil is the same name as Ian. Just the same way it's... that Giles is the same name as Nigel. <laughs> it people, is. People it who is. love me call me Nigel. Because <laughs> there, are, there are pairs of names. And you won't deny that Ian and Neil are of a pair. I really hope that's not the case. Is it right? But I have been misgiven Ian many times. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because you're it's right. basically yeah, you're... Neil backwards, oh. without the L. 
And it's, it's like <laughs> Nigel, then people go to an anagram of Giles. I go, fuck off. That would be Niges or Jylan. <laughs> I struggle with uh, Nigel and Neil quite a lot. Nigel and Neil? Yes, no, Nigel, Nigel and Neil. Giles. Um, <laughs> Nigel. Nigel and Giles, Ian and Neil. Yeah. Because it's the Ian and Neil, the, the, the Queen's Park Ranger centre forward is always called either Ian or Neil. And they just yeah. alternate, they just alternate. It's changed now and they've normally got more exotic, but well, they haven't really more exotic names if we were richer right get a grip anyway yeah get a grip what's your main thing for a story then I thought we were going to talk about um, Charles and the Terminal 5 snub Prince Charles King Charles not Prince Charles King Charles has been offered no Heathrow T5 decided to rename themselves King Charles the King Charles the third terminal King Charles terminal and he said no no thank you very much King Charles terminal which obviously sounds like a Daily Mail headline Charles the Third Terminal, yes. (laughs) Um, And apparently, they they said they wanted to give him a terminal, but he didn't want it because environmental reasons. Environmental reasons. Did you? But they said, like T two was renamed the Queen's Terminal. Did you know that? Not the Times Supplement, the the Heathrow Terminal. I did know that. I think there's. I think they've changed the signs of the airport. It's called the Queen's Terminal. Yeah. T two. Yeah. Well, that's like Ryanair to Falaraki for stag weekends, isn't it? But because she knows what she's doing. The Queen just went, fine, yeah, whatever. Yeah, she went, whatever. Yeah, if you want to name it, fine. King Charles, I totally understand why he said no thanks, but it does look a little bit sort of... What, it, what does he want to be named? The thing? What, what yes. does he want to be named yes. after him? No, yes. I don't think I want Terminal 5. I'd like, a, I'd like a whole massive rainforest in the Amazon. The King Charles III rainforest. But what, I mean, what is... What is, I mean, the Elizabeth line, that's cool. Being named, getting a tube line named after you, that is quite cool. Which they didn't have to get permission for because it doesn't have the words Queen or Royal in it. It's just called the Elizabeth line. The Elizabeth line, yeah. Uh, They did the same trick with the Jubilee line. Yes, the Jubilee line. You just, yeah, they just. What about the Jubilee line? They just, they they could just call T5 Chaz. They just called it Chaz Terminal. They could call it Chaz. Uh, Because what would you. Terminal 5 is really just, it's like the, just security in a really big press. Yeah, exactly. I think that's probably why he said no thanks. He's a bit more estate in the Cairngorms, isn't he, rather than I don't think T5. he even knows that these exist. He goes, although he's a big environmentalist, he goes everywhere by private jet that just pulls up outside Buckingham Palace and he hops in and off they go. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, it's Terminal 5. Yeah. Man, what is, what is this? Is what it's some sort of bus stop. Not only, yes, exactly. Not only environmentally ruinous, but full of the hoi polloi. Doesn't really want to go there. Yeah, exactly. In terms of a column, I wonder, because I did I did sort of think, oh my God, how much more mad shit are we going to see about the coronation when I saw this bust of the king made entirely from chocolate? That's more suitable. For him. Because, because instead of Toblerones... At, at T5, which you could, you know, Toblerone only available in airports. Why? Yeah. They could just, just from now on, only sell chocolate Charles's. They could do. But I've just realised that you did, a couple of weeks ago already, mad coronation shit. Yes. So you can't do that again. I know. It's a shame because it's the Times shocked. this Saturday, yeah, and we are here after all to promote the Times, is doing the, it says, I literally, the ads are at last, the Times coronation guide where it's happening, how to spend it. And I thought I could do an alternative coronation Ooh, that's a good guide. idea. What to do? It's it's sort of the uh, the Republicans. Uh, what are Republicans doing? I oh, actually know that. That's yeah, gonna, the Guardian's going to so spend boring. an entire newspaper on saying what should Republicans do on coronation? Then about, and, and then the time the Guardian readers will all complain that they've even acknowledged that it exists. Yeah. There's not. There's not. The most boring thing about the coronation is the opportunity uh, it gives to uh, Republicans to wang on about their stupid. It's like mm. David Badil and his uh, book about 
I'm an atheist. Yeah, mate, everybody is. Mm -hmm. There's nobody arguing that there's a God. What a waste. It's the same thing with the coronation. The Guardian just sort of living to go... To go, we're not... not not going anywhere near it. Not nothing mentioned. more boring than a Republican. So I could do a column, no, there's nothing more boring than a Republican. Because that's a... It, that's it, good. It, so, so Republicans are boring. Like atheists. Well, I mean, but it, but then it, that all comes back around to opinions are boring. Because there's nothing more boring than Republicans, atheists, um, Remainers. Uh, oh, yes, veg- that's a column. Vegetarians, cyclists. Wait, I'm um, trying, I can't write this fast. <laughs> nothing more boring than... I've, and I can't, I've written it so fast I can't read it. There's nothing more boring than pre-Raphaelites. <laughs> what, 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 was the, what was the first one? No, the pre-Raphaelites are very exciting. <laughs> they are. Republicans. It looks a bit like pre-Raphaelites. Republicans. Republicans atheists, atheists. Cyclists. Cyclists. Vegetarians. Vegeta- wait a minute. Are these all just lefties? No, because... Remainers. Remainers. I, got to, I can't look like I'm right wing. Even though I am. But the thing is that... Um, well, that... But opinion. No, that, nothing but, more boring than a Republican. Yeah. It's like just... And then just draw a picture of a Republican. What mm. they're really like. Mm. Actually, I'm a Republican. Yeah. I don't think that hereditary powers are a very good thing. But what is annoying about it? What's so annoying about it is it's bad... It's not... So what it is, is it's rude to talk about those aspects of your life because it's not conversation it's not polite conversation it's just someone ranting at you about ranting remainers ranting republicans ranting you know cyclists and vegetarians and although cyclists and vegetarians tend to keep those things to themselves well someone like jeremy vine who's gone like with all respect to dear jeremy Uh uh, who's gone absolutely mad he's the graham linehan of uh of cycling if you look at jeremy vine on twitter it is a jeremy basically spends his life cycling around london with 19 cameras all oh over him God, amazing right. he has time to go to any of these studios where he does his show and he just posts online slightly bad driving uh just and right. sometimes they do but he, then there's these massive rows underneath and he gets dragged and he gets in these massive rows and people well he should have indicated look at this madness and it's it's and it's just you think are you okay jeremy no I, i'm not sure jeremy is okay because he's been he's been endlessly trolled and dragged by that obsessive obsessive troll i can't remember what his name is but he different story different thing yeah. it is a different story but that gets to you I get Do you that. think he's actually just gone? I think he's under a lot of stress, Jeremy. So, Vine, so yeah. there's that. So there's that, and I, I, I can't address the business of David and the atheist. I'm going to be nice about David. It's like David Baddiel's book about I'm an atheist has come out, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit like saying I think the world is round. Yeah. It's like yeah. I mean, I know. So uh, that would be, and also, I'm t- all I've got in my head now is that is the spitting image song from the '80s. Never met a nice Republican. Lickin. You know, I could do that song. I could do Never Met a Nice South African. But never met a nice Republican. Any opinions are all boring. Look, the wait is over. <laughs> the coronation, the definitive guide. The Times is offering you on Saturday. We know that the Times sales spike hugely when there's massive disasters or coronations, because mm-hmm. uh, that's everyone's newspaper record. And I think either you no, know, and I think it's a good time to write a column saying Republic, Republicans are boring. It's it's decent clicks, which I haven't had for ages. I've been doing all these quite funny pieces. Like, what's a restaurant in space going to be like? Yes. A handful of bravo, Giles Corrin, one of our witches commentators. <laughs> I only buy the times for him and Hugo Rifkin. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and now I quite like to do something where people click and pay attention and I write an argument. And I think, fuck off Republicans. Yeah. Mm. And or, or almost, the, the, my heart, when the Queen died, my heart sank. Not so much that this, this pillar of my life uh, was going to die or that I was sad for this poor old lady but because oh the fucking Republicans yeah. the people who are going to rush to Twitter to say that mm. they don't care mm-hmm. is just so boring and 
just that would be good really have a proper bang at republicans and get it in a week early because everyone will be doing it the following week is this just a, is this just a smoke screen to be mean about people who read the guardian because that is becoming slightly that, that's the, slightly the, the, and the two people that we made happy by that will be all my readers and the editor Yes. So what, what, what's, what, what, in what reason would you not do it? Yes, of course, Guardian readers, and also Guardian readers who are now basically just uh, Corbynite, gender-denying, vegan freaks. Cycling, I should have slipped in they there. Have, they have backed themselves into a slight corner. Yeah, let's just, I just... Okay. No, it's not that. It's like, it's, I think most of our readers are royalists. And the ones who are Republicans will be really angry about it. Mm-hmm. And then just have a thing saying it's just not an issue. It's not a debate. We know which of our friends are Republicans because it goes with a package of mm-hmm. values that they have, which are all really, really boring, where they, you know, where they, they, they hate. They hate Maggie Thatcher. They send their kids to a state primary school because they hate and then they take them out and send them to a posh school because they can't they understand do. any other way of living. Yeah. You know, there's bull- bullshit sort of champagne socialists who go, who, and it's part of their boring, it's this Alistair Campbell package of values. Uh, why is it so annoying is it so annoying because it's hypocrisy or is it annoying because it's not a conversation it's not entertaining it's just them sort of because it would have been an interesting thing to have said in 10.34 yes uh, when I've chosen the time before this we started counting I didn't mean 10.34 I meant 11.34 it would have been an interesting thing to have said to Richard III other Republican (laughs) swipe head off clean Henry VIII (laughs) saying it now that's really crap yeah it's like it's like Germans in 1947 saying yeah I never thought the Holocaust was a good idea fucking say something in 1942 Mm. you bastard they've got they've just they've got their cake we don't care they're they're you know you wouldn't probably wouldn't invent the royal family now but now you would and you just make it me I would make the... We, did, we discussed would, this many times. You would make it you? Yeah, I'd make the royal family the Corrans. Would you? Mm. Mm-hmm. No. Um, so I think that... The, the, but, uh, yeah, you wouldn't invent the royal family now, but now we've got it, you can't get rid of them because then that, then people just it's go mad. It's not even that. It's I don't care that you're a fucking Republican. Okay, Republicans fine, are so boring. Fine. And then just go Republicans and then, and then exactly as you said, go into atheists. And while being perfectly nice about David's book, I'm sure it's great. I love the Jew book. I can't really believe this brilliant man is arguing for atheism because who still believes in God? Yeah. And then I'll get loads of comments going, I do, I do. And mm-hmm. then they'll have an argument below the line and I'll get loads of clicks. Okay, fine. That's Listen, that's not, that's, that, that's not a bad basis on which to write a column or kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. clickbait. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. You no doubt saw the story about the new Debrett. Uh, so this was the Debrett's handbook has been revised to mark the King's accession. Yeah. So this could be like a three paragraphs within the fuck off Republican story. Yeah. An update guidance to reflect changes in society since the previous coronation. Ooh, wait a minute, subplot. Because there's always a new Debrett, and I always think about writing a column about it. You know, there's every year. It's just just a freebie. Every year it comes out and they go, we've changed everything. Every year they think, I think Giles Corrin's running out of ideas. I think we should bring out a new Debrett so he can. We can update it to reflect it that you can no longer buy Mint Aero. Society's completely changed. Yes. um, So it's been revised to mark the King's accession and update guidance. To reflect changes in society since the previous coronation. So mm. real changes since the, the coronation, 1952 to 2023. Yeah. So what has really changed? Isn't that boring? Well, the internet. Uh, yeah, that's, that's so the main boring. thing. Same-sex yeah. marriage, wives who wish to keep their own name, uh, and the recognition that bishops can be women are all covered. In debrets. Yeah. So, for example, that means when you make it, when you say something slightly fruity and then go, as the actress said to the bishop, you're acknowledging the fact that the bishop could also be a woman. Yes. The biggest change, however, comes in the acknowledgement that much as debrets founded in 1769 would still prefer that people communicate using handwritten cards. 21st century life is electronic. The handbook contains advice on how to use your phone in company. Uh, surely not at all, you'd have thought. On yeah. the street and on public transport, plus the correct form for sending dick pics to your children's teachers. Um, what? It says, it says writing emails. It doesn't say that. No, it doesn't say that. I said that because I was losing the crowd. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 so, like, okay, so it's like Debrett's 50 handy tips for modern living. <laughs> I wish people could see the face. <laughs> the face, the face I just made about 50. The face that you just made. It was a kind of contempt, despair, giving up face. Just self-loathing. Fi- okay. Um, so Fif- look. Just so, like, big changes in, you're like, no. No, no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. 50, 50 tips for modern living, the alternative guide. I mean, if I wasn't, if I wasn't so sort of self-examined, I'd totally divide by Debrett's etiquette guide. I think it's hilarious. I'd love to have, I'd love to, like, thumb through going, I've got a how Debrett. should I address? I've got a Debrett's etiquette I, I, I have never looked at it. I assumed it's all things like, if you feel a fart coming on d- <laughs> during your investiture as a knight, then sidle <laughs> over to a window and quietly open it. Be careful, the windows downstairs at Buckingham Palace are a bit squeaky. Yeah. Uh, and no account as he puts the sword on you, let out a... <laughs> because he'll be, it'll be impossible. But the Queen probably would have laughed, but Charles... She would have... Yeah, that's the difference. That is the main difference between... Excuse Sorry. Me. <laughs> what you need to know is when hawking up a loogie, yeah. where do you gob it? I know. At the polo. 
So you gob it under a divot and that then tread the, it down. That is the main difference between the coronation doing then and now. If you let out a fart while you were being knighted by the Queen, she'd think it was funny, and yeah. Charles would have you executed. Yeah, Prince Philip would have lit it. <laughs> Um, and and so um, <laughs> you got another one in there. <laughs> I didn't quite get the first one. Um, so I could do a list of those things, but is that are funny there any the... examples there? Because that's where the humour is. That we that is what what's funny is like in, it's the, like, it's... in the past decade, yeah. people have become less considerate with their use of text. Said Liz Wise, editor of the Handbook. People are behaving worse, accelerated by the pandemic and lockdown. Uh, when they became used to being isolated and selfish and forgot how to interact. Constantly wanking in public and blowing off on the tube, British people no longer have the reputation for good manners that they once did. (laughs) (laughs) But where did I start lying? That's the question. (laughs) To have good manners, to have good manners, you need to be hyper-aware of people around you and avoid existing in your own world. Is it? Do you think the whole of the Debrett's etiquette guide is just about put your fucking phone away? Uh, that's what. That's all you need to know. The four, yeah, the, the, the four hundred and eighty page guide says that the more relaxed society becomes, the more useful it is to have the knowledge to navigate its nuances. Because that is basically a, a, yeah. put your fucking phone your away. Phone, and also the thing is that that there is a sort of a lateral point there to, and I know it's very lateral, but there is a point there about this thing about boys. Keir Starmer is going to teach boys to respect women, women and girls and there's all, all sorts of stuff about sort of boys boys being being a sort of you t- this problem. is segueing from Andrew Tate yes my, and, and uh, teaching just lecturing boys at school about what to how to talk to women and girls it, the answer is just get just take their fucking screens away and then they won't and then like they anyway no, sorry that's I'm a bit tired how did we get here yeah because we're, we're old and boring like we're sort of tired and out of practice could be. Um, did you see this story? Uh, Jaffa cakes are the best biscuit for dunking. Uh, but which I, and I object to this entirely, completely, in so many different ways. How do you feel about it? About what? About the, about the, the story uh, existing? No, or the, about the about the stupid criteria? The, per, the parameters of the, the thing. Pra- is it so the completely it's absurd. It's the number of times the biscuit had to be dunked. I object to the stupid criteria and parameters of this ridiculous sort of biscuit quiz that Jaffa they've done. Cakes take 116 dunks before they fall to bits. Chocolate live. It's not they, what is not relevant no. to a biscuit dunking. But it thing. says here that experiments revealed that Jaffa Cake is the most dunkable biscuit and the plain digestive the nation's favourite is the least. Uh, so what's your problem here? Okay, you, you would never dunk a Jaffa Cake. Because? Because it is already spongy and complex. It doesn't need dunking. It doesn't need dunking. You dunk a digestive or a rich tea because they're fucking gross because they're and dry, dry and sandy. And, yeah. Rich tea biscuits motto. You drinks. don't remember the, the ads? No. A drink's too wet without one. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's because you dunk in order to make it wet and the digestive, you don't try and throw your digestive 116 times it falls wet and it does get sludge in the bottom whatever you do but it makes it mm, yummy it and you go yum, like and you squish yeah. it on the other thing whereas a Jaffa yeah. cake obviously is a cake already it's already a spongy cake it's like it's like the basis on are, the, are they called cantucci those biscuits that you have with coffee yeah. they arrive like a with, like you have a, them with Vincenta with a what sorry with Vincenta what's that well, the biscotti like cantucci a biscotti that's, that's it you have it with a sweet with a sweet wine a moscato or oh, something do you? and you dip it or a Vincenta and you dip it in and it soaks up the booze yummy delicious yummy yeah it was a biscotti exactly and you have it and you have it. we used to have them when a, um, you know lots of different cultures have them and you take them and they're like a dry hard brick and then you dunk it in your tea or your coffee and you've got a delicious kind of sponge cake why would you dunk I don't think this... anybody's ever dunked a Jaffa cake that is a stupid, stupid... Proust on the other hand I think he did famously dunk his madeleine. 
didn't he? That's the whole point. So, so, so that he could turn his tea into soup. Well, so that he could turn his boring tuberculotic life to 1,200 <laughs> pages of turgid, <laughs> froggy prose. Uh, 3,000 pages, I think it is. Uh, no, but, yeah, but he famously, there was the, he, he, he dunked it in, like I think it was a verveine, it was a thé à or something like that. I mean, he's not even a proper cup of tea. Right. He got so, like a herbal tea and stuck a madeleine in it <laughs> and went back to his cork-lined room for another 20 the years. Whole point of, the whole point of dunking a digestive yeah. biscuit is A, because it's basically the English version of the biscotti and it's supposed to be dry and hard until you put it in your tea. Yeah. And B, you just go, you just go dunk, eat. You, what? Yeah. You do, who? There is no, this survey made me so angry. There is no point. There is no point in working out how you, who, I mean, who is this conducted by? Yeah, was, yes. A spokesman for top rated casinos. The firm behind the tests. This is the worst. This is people who want to bet on how long the yeah. business is going to take to fall to bits. Yeah. This is, and this is it's this whole thing about, you know, gambling and trying to discourage people from gambling and they're going to take gambling names off football shirts and yeah. all that. We don't want people to gamble. But they want, they want people to even gamble. when they, Guys and Dolls, that we are going to go and see the, apparently the brilliant new musical of, which is mm. all about Nathan Detroit and Sky Masterson. Nathan Detroit, Sky Masterson, the biggest... Nathan Detroit is a, is a, is a, is a sort of low-level... Uh, bookie slash gangster in, uh, of Broadway in the 1930s in the Dame, original Damon Runyon story, you know, The Idyll of Miss Sarah Brown. It's the same thing in the, in the story. And Sky Masterson, uh, who's played by Marlon Brando in the movie, is like, he's called Sky because the sky's the limit. He'll bet on anything. Sky, he'll bet on whether, which raindrop is going to be the... He'll be sitting in a cafe and, it, and he'll, he'll bet you everything you have that the, that raindrop on the left is going to reach the bottom of the windowsill before the raindrop on the right. It's mm-hmm. that sort of sick mentality. My sister, who's, who's a gambler, calls them. It's called sick gamblers. So what they've oh. literally got people together and said, here, they're not trying to sell biscuits. They're trying to sell subscriptions to top-rated casinos. Uh, and they want you to sit there getting dunk, 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 and your six kind of bad breath, chain-smoking mates are all gathered around and go, oh, a tenner on the Jaffa oh cake. I mean, that's that, you oh think... Oh, my God, oh, my God. I, I just think that is any, any true tea drinker or biscuit dunker should be outraged and disgusted by that. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. To find out what I wrote about in the end, pick up a copy of the paper or treat yourselves to a digital subscription. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Cocaine is a global industry where the profits are counted up in millions and the losses measured out in murders. Because it's only business. And right now, business is good. And I'm like, torture seller, what are you talking about? I don't think we can arrest our way out of this. 
Listen to Cocaine Inc. wherever you get your podcasts.